When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Yes, good morning, everybody. It is a Tuesday. Great to have your company right here for Summer Breakfast. The McCafe menu today, as always, of course, our official coffee partner. We've got Sarah Rowe. I'll tell you what, talk about uh, code-hopping, multi-faceted and talented sports people. Sarah Rowe is certainly all of that. Melbourne Victory and Collingwood AFLW play Gaelic before that as well back home in her native island. Sarah's going to join us after playing her first game for the Victory in the A-League Women's Comp. Uh, Beth Mooney, Australian cricket star, as they announced the T20 squad today out of 8am. And Bryce Gibbs is going to join us as well from uh, across the border. AFL Nation expert, former Blue, former Crow as well. The sudden retirement, well... Sudden for those of us on the outside, uh, former high draft pick Fisher Mackesy at the Crows. SEM Breakfast, as always, for the Kogan Money credit card. She's packed full of value, as is my old mate Simon O'Donnell. Welcome, Scooby. Yeah, morning, Sammy. Good to be here. Um, uh, I look forward to after eight. You've brought in what you promised to bring in, your pizza special. So that'll be getting a little warm up and uh, the morning after uh, taste test. But I'm sure it, I don't mind tell you what it Ricky. It presents beautifully. So well, congratulations a, on that. You don't have a cravat. So you're a poor man's Matt Preston. Where's your cravat? I feel like I'm on MasterChef. I've just dished up my plate. What do they say on the shows like that? This is a made with love. It's made with cravat, love. Don't cravat, mate. Uh, <laughs> when I open a Yolumba signature while I'm having it after eight, it's closed, after eight o'clock this morning, I hope it's all right. you'll know you're getting a proper taste test. I, sure. I hope it's all right because the dough <laughs> had to be frozen and then obviously it was cooked last night. So it's, you'll have to it, – it's come in under some sort of suffering. So if you allow me a little bit oh, of grace oh, – well, I'll tell you what, the presentation, magnificent. What, in that Tupperware made <laughs> no, in 1981? I'm not talking about the Tupperware container. <laughs> Seen a few spag bowls that Tupperware, I can tell you. A few frozen spag bowls. <laughs> Don't worry, thoroughly washed, thoroughly no. washed. So, um, no, I'm looking forward to, looking forward to that. Uh, I know this isn't sport. Oh, sure, you can't read Harry. I've had enough of Harry. Oh, every time I turn on the TV, he's on. Uh, there's a new headline. Oh. There's a new. Obviously, the book uh, publicity is uh, at fever pitch at the moment. Every time you look up at the TV, Sunrise is having a field day. Oh, when's it going to stop? No, I don't know if it is. Every day. Yeah. Front page. Yeah, did two Another big revelation. Sit, two big sit downs um, with uh, <laughs> with British TV and obviously US TV over the weekend. That's just pure saturation. My mum loves it as well. Frenzy, isn't it? She can't get enough of it, my mum, of the royal family no. and the fallout and everything. I feel like I'm surrounded by it. Poor Queen. Yeah. Phil. Now, the, the pizza's coming cold, but I, I, I look, if I was uh, like that, I don't know if you saw this on Instagram. There's a DoorDash guy who was in a real hurry yesterday. He took his little bike. You know, they have those e-bikes, but you can pedal yeah. them with a little yeah, yeah. sort of baggie on the back. Give you a bit of a kick He's, along then. There he is, furiously pedaling over the Westgate at sunset. <laughs> Motorist driving past him, going, "What the can't do hell? That, can you?" In the middle of the no, surely not. In the middle of the Westgate, furiously pedalling, wow. getting over the Westgate on his e-bike. 
Going about probably 40 or 50 kilometres an hour, those things. Coppers come up behind him and give him a Unbelievable. chaperone him off the bridge. That man was in a hurry. So if you're receiving his order, you're in good hands. Well, you might not have been in good hands. Oh, he was a deliverer. He was deliverer. He was like a DoorDash man. Scenario. He had food oh. in the back. I didn't get that. When you said DoorDash, I thought, oh, okay. no, he's, he had a bur- I thought he was a builder. Must have had a burger that was getting cold. <laughs> trying to deliver it over to Yarraville or <laughs> Williamstown or something. over the bridge. Over the Westgate. So someone's gone on to Uber Eats and sort of got the Port Melbourne burger shop Obviously. from Williamstown. And he's peddling over to deliver a very it. good Chinese takeaway in Port Melbourne for good all work. I know. Yeah, man who takes his job very seriously if he's willing to put his life on the yeah. line to deliver it. Sort of wound the window sound and said, good on you, copper. 58 with black bean sauce can't be getting cold. <laughs> got to get it over the gate. It might have been getting wet if he didn't watch himself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just wanted to, a lot of tennis, speak, speaking of saturation coverage, a lot of talk around the tennis and the Australian Open, of course, and the Adelaide International and all sorts of warm-up competitions going on at the moment. Do, I, I want to ask you, does any other sport better illustrate how much our attitude to COVID has changed like the Australian Open and everything around it. So 12 months ago, Novak's detained. He's deported. Now, that was a government decision, I know, but not TA, but he was here for the tennis. This year, players don't have to test. They don't have to tell anyone they're positive. They can play positive, and it's like it doesn't exist. I'm not arguing one way or the other. I'm just saying in the space of 12 months, mm. is there a sport that has had to, to leave one extreme to the other more than the Australian Open. I mean, last year they had to test daily. They had to isolate if positive the players. They also had to be vaccinated, of course. Uh, and and in, in last year the event took place in a, a quote-unquote biosecure mm. bubble. Now, carte blanche. Go for your life. Yep. What COVID? Go for your life. Who Isn't cares? it incredible? Mm. Absolutely it, All in the space of 12 months. Absolutely incredible. And the, I'm not young. She's about 31, I think. But uh, the uh, Italian Camilla Giorgi. Camilla Giorgi. Mm. She maybe had a bit of a problem with last year's documents that she's facing a few problems because an Italian doctor was just sort of writing out, yep, been vaccinated scripts wherever you wanted them. Might and have done she's in a bit of mischief. Allegedly, allegedly. She's in a bit of strife over there and turns out Camilla was um, one, of, one of her patients. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Bit Might of trouble. Bit of done herself a bit of mischief. I hope uh, not because she's good for the tournament. Oh, it was that? It's a good player. Good player, very good yeah, player. Very good player. Yeah, very good player. It generally gets to the you know the very good player. The second or third round, so you yeah. get a couple of looks at uh, qualities. Yeah. yeah, is it a forehand or a backhand that both, you're most impressed both. by? A serve, okay. good serve. Good at the net? Uh, more not of a so baseline? much. No, she's more the baseline, okay. traditional baseline sort of European player that's been brought up right. on those slower Good court. ball striker. Yeah, you've got to get, you know, squat down low and, yes. and you know, really use your legs and, yes. and get power out of your I legs. Know you're an aficionado of her game. Yep. And her craft. So I've hey, gone on from soccer and now I'm an aficionado on tennis. Brace yourself for more Justin Langer discussion as well. Oh, so no. just, I know it's been done. I know, no. And it has. But the test doco Harry, launches Friday. So Lang, things. Yes. Harry. I know. I know. There's a bit of, uh, oh. there's a bit of hurry about it. Um, the Australian cricket team are about to shed more light on what led to his departure as coach. Uh, all the players speak as part of. Uh, Prime's documentary, which launches Friday, of course. We spoke about it yesterday with Usman Khawaja. He's one of the, a number of players featured who uh, speak about, um, you know, the fear that some players had around Justin Langer's ups and downs. Um, they say they're walking on eggshells around him. Obviously, they agreed to part ways mutually, of course, last February after players expressed some concerns over his coaching style. So the test is about to lift the lid on mm. it all over again. So we might get into this a little bit out of seven. Play some audio. Wait, because when's we the do test ever. on? Starts Friday. Starts Friday. Friday. Yeah. How long's it on Amazon for? Prime? 
No, I know. I know your feelings how on this. And I'm a for? bit the same. Oh, I'm not sure. Haven't how we done this? <laughs> yes. We're going to do it we again. Have. It's interesting in this Can test, someone though, get Lang and just put him in a headlock? He doesn't feature in this one, actually. No, so. but if, with what others say, can someone headlock him and just take him down? <laughs> What's the furthest southern beach in Western Australia? Margaret River. Let's get him down there. Somewhere further south than that. Yeah, but yeah. Well, Albany. Yep. Let's yes. go down there. Yep. Go down there. Let's have him fishing for a week or 10 days. Off the grid. To let this come on the telly and then off the telly and then everyone can can uh, dissect it whatever way they want. Yep. And then Lang comes back on the grid. I like the word, the grid. Off Let's the grid. get him off the grid, then back on the grid, and then we can all live happily ever after. Okay, maybe we should get him to go to that uh, Mount Chapel Island in Tasmania. Just see that in the news. Oh, they reckon it's how the. How did op- you find this? <laughs> Seriously, you've got issues. I walk in this morning. You know I hate snakes. I walk in this morning and you said, "Mate, there's prehistoric snakes on an island it's, of Tassie." It's news. dot com that are you? I fall for the clickbait all the time. <laughs> but when the opening paragraph reads like this, a tiny, barely inhabited island off the coast of Tasmania has become home. To an enormous population of mutant bird-eating tiger snakes. I'm clicking, I'm clicking on it. They're said to be much, much bigger and more aggressive than their tiger snake cousins on They're the mainland. They're hungry. They're hungry. They, they, the giant reptiles are said to be twice as big, in fact. Like a kind of local folklore, this report says, stories abound of visitors landing on the island only to flee at the sight of dozens of slithering massive snakes, <laughs> like snakes on a plane, the sequel or something. Mount Chapel Island, have you ever heard of Why that place? Why do you do that? I won't sleep tonight now. I won't either. I'm not going anywhere near that place. There's a place on it that's Mount become known Chapel as Island. Snake Alley, where they live in these mutton bird burrows and gorge on mutton bird chicks. And does anyone oh. live on the island? There's Or have they people. been eaten as well? I think <laughs> there's a man who lives on the island who is quoted in the story. In fact, uh, he's quoted by the ABC, Park Ranger Graham well, Stonehouse. right then. Just one of two residents living among the mutants. <laughs> but he insists they're not harmful. That's the famous last line before he's chomped in the movie. So they're, they're mutant and they're, they're chomping and they're, they're taking us back to um, the era of you know, the dinosaur yeah. with their size, yet they're, uh, now they're harmless. Welcome to Jurassic Park. There you go. Hey, by the way, just on the test, just coming back to that for a minute, you see um, there's a little teaser that um, Pat Cummins gets added to a WhatsApp group when he was named Captain. Legends group. The Legends group. We already was in a Legends group. Yep, with Stark and Hazelwood, but which it, I, I quite like. Yeah. You know, hey, boys, we're the bowling, you know, bowling we're the cartel. bowling boys. That's us. We're the legends of this team. I like that. But good, as, you're, thinking. as you're about to hear, he got added to another one. And I've just been added to a WhatsApp group called Legends. With Scott Morrison and Justin Lee in it. We have a WhatsApp group, Hoff, Starkey and I, called Legends. Hope I don't send anything to the wrong group. <laughs> Which I think he did, actually. He accidentally texted, it comes out later, he texts some dinner plans to ScoMo. <laughs> ScoMo lobbed for dinner? ScoMo didn't, with his ukulele. No, he did not. <laughs> but there's a WhatsApp group. Only one of them is still actually in their position. Yeah. The other two... Not long later. He's, he's a powerful man, Paddy Cummins. Mm, Don't worry about that. That's right. If that's, he if he invites you to dinner on WhatsApp, you go. What's the theme of that story? What will you tell me? Don't ever have Paddy Cummins in a WhatsApp group, you? <laughs> you're done. You end up, you're gone. <laughs> your career's, it's, it's history. Just slices and dices it. Oh, uh, geez. I, you know that DeMar Hamlin, well, 
can I call it a tribute game? We talked about it a bit yesterday. Although the first game the Buffalo Bills have played since Demar Hamlin collapsed on the field, they dedicated it to him. The Bills beat the Pats. If you followed the NFL, and all the players came out wearing, you know, Hamlin shirts and number three, uh, his number obviously patches on their own shirts, and the thirty-yard marker was marked in blue. But that kickoff return in the first play of the game for that touchdown, eighteen seconds into their first game since uh, Demar collapsed was their first kickoff return for a touchdown in three years and three mm. months. Here's the, well, I call it coincidence, but people point to a higher existence mm. for things like this. And they were all really moved emotionally and such. And you can understand that over there. It's been a massive story. And he's said to be doing quite well, Demar Hamlin. He watched the game from his hospital bed over there in the States. And that's amazing. Three years, three months for the number three. Safety. I don't mean to make light of his, you know, his, his problems. Well, I certainly hope me, not. But... That, wouldn't have, done it, yeah, yeah, that yeah. wouldn't have done his ticket much good. Watching that. Watching no. that first half. That's true. <laughs> that would have given been a good oh, stress go, go, go. Oh. <laughs> That would have been a good stress now, test. Before, before this happens and the theme becomes the whole part of this morning. The snakes? Yeah. Can you, and no, no snake texts, please. We've got you know, 10 of the world's deadliest snakes and spiders all live in Australia. Thanks, Dean. Thanks for letting us know that. Snakes are blind. Seagulls have taken their eyes out. So it says here, though, that the Please, mutton no bird... More sn- no, don't go to the island again. No, just because they're so big. It says the mutton bird chicks are only young enough to lunch on for about five weeks each year, after which they become too big to eat. Hence the snake's oversized heads. <laughs> My goodness. Don't go anywhere near Mount Chapel, all right? I've never heard of that island, but if you're ever there, out there having a fish or whatever... Don't, what if you're don't in dog. the Sydney to Hobart and your rudder broke? <laughs> And land. <laughs> There's land. Go there, and you landed on the island of the snakes. Like how terrible is that? What a great movie! And they're all up in the sails <laughs> and around the masts, <laughs> down into the <laughs> chasing you down underground, under into the. Oh, yeah. Anyway, because that's interesting with the snake's head being because they they flatten their head out to bite you. All oh, right. And get a better hold of you. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. So that'd be a really wide head. <laughs> Hey, you know, we'll just get to a break. To on. Speaking of uh, look up at the TV, you know, this time yesterday we were marvelling at the performance of Colin Murakawa over there at the Tournament of Champions in Hawaii. <laughs> and at one point he was 26 under. He, yeah, I know. He was up by seven strokes, right? A handful of shots into the final round. He lost from there. Mm. Johnny Ram run him down. Johnny Ram run him down with a final <laughs> round 63 to finish 27 under. And that wasn't just a Mickey Mouse tournament. That was th- three and a half million shells. Oh, Aussie, I think. Yeah. That's a huge payday. Yeah, we Watch this. Oh, isn't Morikawa smacking these blokes? And in fact, he now will Johnny go into the history down. books, Colin, for a tie to equal the PGA record for the biggest for losing the biggest 54-hole lead, which I think was six shots at the time. So going in the final round, I think he was yeah. six shots up. He got it seven strokes up, as I say, maybe mm. four holes into the final round, and he lost from there. Yeah. Wow. It's going to take some coming back for him. No, will, will. That'll, um, that'll haunt him his next oh. major when he starts you know, being in contention on the final day. He's got to have to get his head around that. SEM Breakfast is for the Kogan Money credit card. It's packed full of value. Plenty to get to today. And, and remiss of me not to mention the return of the last fan standing quiz. We're going to send you to India. Someone's going to go, you and a friend, to India for the second test, Australia and India over there uh, in February. It's all thanks to Maccas. All you have to do is to be crowned the last fan standing. We're going to play that later on today. We'll detail it across the morning. Stay with us. Sam Edmund and Simon O'Donnell off and running here on Summer Break.
The Kogan Money Credit Card. Packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Off the text, uh, Scoob, all we need now is to see Prince Harry on the Amazon Test Series defending Langer and we'll have the Quinella. <laughs> uh, most read and heard and seen uh, news stories across the summer. i tell you what, Tony Sage, the uh, Perth Glory chairman in the A-League, um, very uh, wealthy man about town in Perth. Morning, man. Morning, man. Didn't miss Melbourne Victory uh, recently, did he? I saw the headlines yesterday. Um, obviously, Melbourne Victory spent big in the off-season, have had a difficult start to the year, struggled to find uh, the back of the net. He called them the Glory B team at the moment. How they can't score with that talent up front is unbelievable. And he went right on the attack. He said, obviously, they won't make the finals. It's a fall from grace from one of the biggest clubs. All sorts of headlines there in the A-League. Interesting timing from Tony because uh, federal police are accusing, uh, the the um, as I say, the Perth Glory owner of bribing an official in Sierra Leone over an iron ore project, a, a decade-long investigation. So Tony's been in the news already, and now he's gone and made his own news um, just as the documents are lodged with the federal court as part of that uh, dispute between he and the AFP, and it's been running for, as I say, 10 years, since 2023. Um a couple of years ago, he <laughs> infamously, well, it would it appeared as though he he got caught out using the burner account to praise himself as well, Tony, which was which was unfortunate. But um, just on Facebook, there, I don't know if you saw this at the time, but it was, geez, it made us laugh a couple of years ago. He's um, he on Facebook wanted to post a note thanking Tony Sage, but he did it under his profile, so it says Tony Sage underneath. Hey, Tony, thinking of you daily. I know you've been overwhelmed with messages. Uh, I, I'm devastated for you and the club and what was meant to be an amazing um, Champions League experience. You know, thoughts with you. This will pass. Be strong. Lots of love. Ellen. <laughs> and then he's posted underneath it from his own account again saying, thanks, Ellen. <laughs> Thanking himself. If you're going to use those burner accounts, you've got to be a little bit more careful, mm-hmm. don't you? And you probably should sort of say, I have a rule that, we don't use them after 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> okay. Is there avoid, a time when they were posted? To avoid is there, confusion. Is there, actually not, a, is there a time on the top oh, of that message would, when it was posted? There would be, but I don't, I'm not sure of it, but uh, there would be. Oh, gee, they were back at uh, training yesterday, the footy clubs as well. First day back after the Christmas yep. break. And Saints, Saints heavy in the paper this morning. What's couple happening? Pages. What's oh, happening down at your going club? Going well. Ross is relaxed. Hilly's won the time trial. Saw that. Yeah. Um, wind, windbagger was windbagger? third. Yeah, he's he's third. We're, we're flying along the windbagger. We call him the windbagger. Okay. Um, uh, he'll take the air out of you. Don't yeah, worry about I that. like it. Yeah, mm. all right. Yep. Well, Brad Hill strikes you as the sort of player that could really respond under Ross, though, doesn't he? Well, he's done well under Ross. Yes, before. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, fingers crossed. Now we're all back. Melbourne. They, they want to settle him, uh, so that's good. Who else do we I see in the paper? Emoji, thumbs up, we all move on. Yeah. They're working out at the D's. They were everywhere. everywhere uh, all back hard. into it. North Melbourne back into it. Um, they were watering plants at North Melbourne, or, or at least Clarko, as he said to the players, <laughs> he was supposed to be watering plants. I was saying to JB this morning, my, my daughter and uh, and wife went up to visit my, my um, my other daughter in, in Brisbane, and they gave me the job of make sure you water all the plants while, you, uh, while we're gone. So um, Georgia had uh, a plant in her room, so um, I'd go in there every, every day and you know, water, water the plant. Anyway, they got back, and I'm pretty proud of myself that I'd actually done my job. Um, and Georgia came in and said, Dad, what, what happened to my plant? You didn't water my plant? I said, I water it every day. 
The problem was the plane I was watering was an artificial plant. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> it was just inside a door. The real plant that was, uh, it was there as a door. <laughs> was anyone else? Was anyone else in your group that you say, "Lad, we got to tell this story"? My little brother didn't know to get caught. Uh, so he just pulled a rope. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Alistair Clarkson. Now that last voice was Taryn Thomas. Anyone else got a story? And Todd Viney put his hand up and said, "Taz got a rabbit." Like I said, come again. He goes, well, my little brother didn't know what to get me for Christmas, so he got me a bunny rabbit. That's a bit random, isn't it? It is a bit random. But what about the watering of the plants? So have you ever... Well, he, he did live in a chicken, Todd, so, you know, the countryside of it. Yeah, might have been a bit yeah. of a gag in that, didn't it? Might, it might have been. No, I think he le- legitimately, Taron Thomas was given a bunny rabbit for Christmas. Um, but have you ever been somewhere, it got me thinking, had to babysit a home, home sit, whatever, look after a residence... You've been entrusted with something as a small price to pay for the joy of staying at this residence. Just make sure the dog gets fed. Just make sure the birds get fed. Just make sure little Fido gets taken for a walk every now and then. Make sure you feed the cat, whatever it might be, and you've totally botched it. The one job, you had one job and you've totally botched it. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. I thought I'd throw it out there. Clarko failed the plant watering test. The temper 40 wings text is 433 98 11 16. Sarah Rowe's going to join us later on. Beth Mooney as well. That T20 squad will be announced in about 90 minutes' time. Bryce Gibbs is going to join us as well. AFL Nation expert, but absolutely knew what it took to succeed at the highest level. And we'll get his take on the now, unfortunately, former Crow Fisher Mackesy. The Koga Money credit card. Well, she's packed full of value here, and they pair us at SEN Breakfast. The Temper 40 Wings text, by the way, are the consumer's choice winner. The Temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases conforming to the exact shape of your body. Simon, we might take a break for the news headlines, which means, you know what that mm-hmm. means? The McCaffrey. I just heard yep. the machine go on before. Nadia's in. We'll fire that up. Nice strong latte this morning, I reckon. Yeah, yeah might as well. And when are you going to dust off that uh, pizza, that After Tupperware? Eight. After eight. Because okay. I'm, just, I'm just letting the uh, Shiraz breathe right. to go with <laughs> I it. I saw you took the lid off that mm. just a moment ago. Okay, we'll get to the news headlines with Anna Pav and back after those. I don't mind pizza for brekkie.